Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, March 29th. Former Vice President Mike Pence continues to plot a potential presidential run. Today, he's in Iowa. But he's learning any path to the nomination, should he be able to get there, goes right through testifying against his former boss. A federal judge ruled yesterday that Mike Pence, former vice president, must testify about pertinent matters leading up to the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. That's what multiple sources familiar with the ruling tell CNN. The ruling itself remains under seal. Now, what does this mean? It likely means that Mike Pence is going to have to talk to a grand jury about conversations he had with former President Donald Trump. What do those conversations entail? Well, they are likely to center around the post-2020 election period and Pence's interactions with Trump about Trump and his allies' efforts to overturn the legitimate election results, including a pressure campaign from Trump and some of his allies mounted on Mike Pence to try and get him in his ceremonial role in the Senate to actually do the overturning of the results. Now, this court ruling is clearly a big victory for special counsel Jack Smith, who's looking into the January 6th matter, everything that led up to it. And it's clearly centered around the actions of former President Trump. Now, Pence likely has very little desire to spend time testifying in a special counsel investigation targeting his former boss. There are lots of reasons why. But the biggest argument that Pence and his legal team made in court was that constitutionally, he believes his work as president of the Senate is protected by the speech and debate clause in the Constitution, making sure that there are three co-equal branches and that one does not have more sway than the other. Pence has not yet said if he is going to appeal this ruling, which is quite interesting because one would imagine if the ruling was completely anathema to what Pence believed his responsibility and duty here is, you could imagine him coming out right away saying, we're taking this immediately on appeal. Instead, he's saying that his legal counsel is reviewing it. Give a listen to Mike Pence this morning, just outside Des Moines in Urbandale, Iowa, courtesy of KCCI, when he was at the West Side Conservative Club breakfast gathering. I am pleased uh, that the judge recognized that the Constitution Speech and Protection Clause applies to my work as vice president when I was serving as president of the Senate on January 6th. We're currently uh, talking to our counsel about uh, the balance of that decision and determining the way forward, but, uh, uh, but I have nothing to hide. At the end of the day, uh, we'll obey the law. That local CNN affiliate, KCCI, had a reporter there who also asked Pence if the judge's ruling would have any impact on his thinking about running for president. No, not in the least. Uh, you know, I really do believe the American people long for leadership that will carry a conservative message on all of those things. But they also they want to see us return to a threshold of civility and respect that will make it possible for us to solve these problems facing future generations. So you see, Pence thinks he has some partial victory in this legal ruling because the judge, James Boesberg of the U.S. District Court in D.C., 
did say that Pence can decline to answer questions about his actions on the 6th of January while he was conducting his duties as president of the Senate. But we know that Mike Pence has already publicly talked about his conversations with Donald Trump in the lead up to January 6th. He wrote a book where he included descriptions of some of those conversations. Here's a piece of the audiobook, So Help Me God, the Pence vice presidential memoir, if you will, that came out last year. The president came on the line and came on strong. You're too honest, he chided, predicting that hundreds of thousands are going to hate your guts and people are going to think you're stupid. He railed about massive fraud and asked again, you're okay with that? No, I said. I just hold the view that election disputes are resolved under the Constitution, the 12th Amendment, and the Electoral Count Act by the elected representatives of the people, not by one person. Now, that's a conversation on the phone that Pence had with Trump on New Year's Day 2021. That's the day before the infamous phone call Trump had with the Georgia Secretary of State. That is at the center of the investigation happening down there in Fulton County. This was the heat of the moment of a pressure campaign on Pence, and one that Pence clearly didn't buckle to. Now, by the way, the January 6th committee wanted Pence to testify before it as well, and that's something he dismissed out of hand. He said they did not have the right to his testimony. Now, as a legal matter in court, it's an entirely different moment. And as I noted earlier, by taking a beat here, by not immediately saying he's going to appeal, by saying things like, you just heard him say, he has nothing to hide, Pence is leaving open the very real possibility that he's going to comply with this ruling. And if that's the case, we're going to see something historic. Not only are we going to see a vice president testifying in an investigation where his former boss, the president of the United States, is being targeted by a special counsel, but it is also in the midst of this presidential campaign context where Mike Pence is very much considering getting into the race for the Republican nomination against Donald Trump, who is already in the race seeking the Republican nomination. So the political, the historic, the legal all mixed together on this one. As for that potential presidential campaign, it's not entirely clear how Mike Pence gets from here to there. At this moment, you see him down well below Trump and DeSantis in most of the public polling. There was a new national poll from Quinnipiac University out today that had him at 5% support compared to 33% for DeSantis and 47% of Republicans saying that they picked Trump in a list of 15 candidates. Pence is aware that given Trump's response to how Pence acted on January 6th and the fact that Pence took a position that he believed the Constitution dictated, but was at odds with what the Trump base wanted, that he's already entering this race sort of having written off the chunk of the Republican primary electorate that is purely MAGA and, and Trump devoted. And that may be entering into some calculations about how he positions himself on some policies as well. Give a listen in Iowa today how he took a very different stance on entitlement reform than Donald Trump currently takes. We could introduce common sense reforms for Americans under the age of 40. Now, some people have criticized me for saying that. Some people say it's not good politics. Trump says 
all of that talk of any kind of reduction in benefit or entitlement reform should be taken off the table. And he clearly has a very different view of the Ukraine-Russia issue than does his former boss, Donald Trump. Give a listen. But I will tell you that the, the idea that we have to choose between being the leader of the free world and standing with courageous fighters in Ukraine and solving the problems here at home, people that think we can't do both have a fairly small view of the greatest nation on earth. So he may have to testify against his former boss. He's staking out some key positions that are at odds with his former boss. And yet Pence still finds himself in the position of defending much of what the Trump-Pence administration accomplished. It begs the question, though, if indeed Donald Trump is the Republican nominee, will he have the support of Mike Pence? Well, Jake Tapper asked that question to Mike Pence at a town hall on CNN last year. Well, let me say uh, there, there may be somebody else in that contest. I'd prefer more, Jake. Mm-hmm. Anyone um, in mind? <laughs> well, but, you know, I honestly believe we're going to have better choices. That is what is called an artful dodge. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.